So welcome once again. Uh, this is Jim A. Gregg, the host of And I Am Your Host podcast. Uh, tonight, I am interviewing local bad boy slash drummer Virtuoso. Uh, real quick, go ahead and give me your name. Uh, JJ. All right, JJ. Uh, so JJ and I go way back, and before I you know, let him formally introduce himself, uh, I just want to say that uh, I, I, he's one of those individuals that I think, did we go to the same middle school? I went to Chris McCullough. Uh, so yes, we did. Yeah, we so did. I've known you since then. I've known you longer than Jared. Nice. <laughs> no, actually, <laughs> Jared was there too. Anyways, um, but I mean, I've known you for for many years. Uh, we've been, in fact, actually, we have performed together at one point during high school uh, in a band. And I can tell you right now that this gentleman that I have here with us tonight, uh, he's had some great opportunities when it comes to being a mu- musician and uh, even touring some of the U.S., correct? Yeah. Okay, yeah, cool, yeah. cool, cool, cool. Uh, he's rubbed shoulders with many local legends, I'm pretty sure, as well as some more nationwide artists. Uh, JJ has always been someone that I know who has who can, always carries a positive attitude, man. You always do, uh, for as long as I've known you. And uh, I know that it's something that, because of that, I, I, I truly respect that, um, just because, I mean, I don't think there's ever been really any time where I've seen you in the like down in the dumps, or at least, you know, you haven't shown me. But uh, also, too, one of the main things that I just, you know, admire about you is you being a musician, man, and really like living that shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, if there's anybody that I know, because I do know quite a bit of other, you know, musicians, you're one of those that I'm like, dude, you've really done some shit. You know what I'm saying? But um, enough about that. JJ, if you could, man, uh, give me a little bit of back, you know, background about you. You know, I, we know you drummer, right? Um, but let me ask this: Why drumming? Well, first, let me just say thank you. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> thank you for all the kind words, man. Uh, you know, um, drums. It's interesting. Um, I, I think like. To start off, like music in general, uh-huh. you know, I was uh, uh, I used to like to dance a lot when I was young. Like, <laughs> I it started early. <laughs> it started early when I was like a kid, you know, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. dancing at like family parties and mm-hmm. um, my, uh, you know, my mom would tell me stories that I used to like to be uh, dancing like Michael Jackson all the time. And I mean, that, who didn't? Right, right. And all you know, all my cousins stuff would be like JJ dance, or you know, they would kind of egg me on or whatever. So I think that's where music came into my life, right, early on of just wanting to dance. Okay. Um, But anyway, um, when it came time to choose an instrument, believe it or not, drums was not my first choice. And actually, it's crazy you you say that because I really had it in my head because for the the most part, for the, the people that I know that do play... That wasn't like their their uh, instrument of choice. It was something that they wanted to do, but they started off playing something completely different. And that, I think that's 
typically in most cases with with most musicians yeah well for me it was uh in school so in elementary school going into middle school uh-huh. you know you pick your electives or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. and i was gonna go in band because my mom didn't want me in sports <laughs> she thought i was gonna get hurt <laughs> i'm like okay so uh you know they're like well what instrument do you want to play uh-huh and my mom was like, you should play the saxophone. You should play the saxophone. It's sexy. That's what my mom would tell me. Uh, to be quite honest, everybody thought the saxophone was you know, sexy. But I mean, you hear a lot of 80s fucking music. No, nah, it is a sexy instrument. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, fucking careless whisper. But Sorry. me as a, you know, elementary kid going into middle school, I'm like, no, I don't know. You know? Uh-huh. So um, you had to pick like three of them. And that was number one. And then number two, I picked percussion. Okay, okay, okay. okay. And that was, I think that was me because... When they took they took us to the middle school as a tour or whatever, and they had all the bands playing. Mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. remember I remember the jazz band was playing, and the drummer was, you know, he was ripping it, he yeah, was going yeah, off, yeah. and I was like, oh man, that that's cool, you know, I like that. So I remember that being, you know, one of my choices. And then when the time came to actually be in band, they're like, okay, this is how much the saxophone costs. And my mom was like, oh, I don't know. And then they're like, she's like, well, how much does it cost to be in percussion? It's like, uh-huh. well, all you need is a pad and sticks. It's like $25. And you're done. She's like, that's what you're going to do. I was like, okay. For real? Yeah. So that's how you fucking came into drumming? That's how I got into drums. Holy yeah. shit, dude. Yeah. I mean, Interesting, right? <laughs> it wasn't even. <laughs> like, I didn't have a drum set first, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. like. I don't I'm, think most kids in high school do. It's yeah. just the, the, the sticks and the pad. And I'm then. Sure lucky enough, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever, but. No, I mean I did. I remember definitely remember memories of banging on pots and pans. You know, really, yeah, yeah. It That's was crazy, weird because because that was like it was in me, but it wasn't really an idea of like I'm gonna be a drummer. Okay, know? okay, you know? okay. There, there was a there was like a signs there, but it wasn't something that you were like, yeah. you were fully, you know, when I grow up, I want to be a drummer kind of stuff. Okay, yeah. cool, man. But that's crazy, man. Because I mean, as we get more further into this, you've done drumming for how long? Since sixth grade, I don't know. Sixth grade, so how yeah. many, I don't know how many, we don't need it. 20 plus. Yeah, we don't need to be uh, dating ourselves here, but yeah, 20 plus, we'll say that. Mm-hmm. So shit, dude, that's a long time fucking playing, dude. Mm-hmm. All right, so, okay, so I, we know why why you do drumming now, but I mean, tell me this, when you did start, you know, drumming and stuff, um, what kept dri- driving you for it? Like, was it something that you knew that you were good at it, or is it because it's just something that you found a passion in it? Like, what was it that... That really kind of fucking like said that you know what, this is this is who I am. Yeah. Honestly, I don't think that moment came until high school. Okay. But to get there, like I remember in middle school, I uh-huh. was in jazz band, and okay. that's when I first saw the drum kit. You know. Okay. And one of my uh, classmates back then was. Uh, jamming uh red hot chili peppers and nirvana and he okay. kept playing the same like drum beat uh-huh. but i was like oh man that drum beat sounds so cool and i i always wanted to learn how to play it and it's so simple but you know when you're young you don't know any better you're like oh man that sounds amazing but yeah, yeah, it, it yeah. was just something simple looking back but but that's i think when the first time i was like again well i mean i i saw the jazz band guy going off i was like yeah. that's cool and then he was doing this and i was like that's cool so it, you know it was there but again i still wasn't i don't think uh, like oh, I'm gonna be in a band, okay, or whatever. It, it, it hadn't know? settled in just yet. It was Not just yet. it was the beginnings of, of of what it was going to be. Yeah, I mean, it was. I think that was all just the love for music in general because I still danced. I was a break dancer. Yeah, you, you were, know? man. I was into that. Um, I, and what's crazy too is like I think my genre in middle school 
first before anything was rap. I was into like that first before but like full band stuff. Okay. You know? Okay, yeah. But I mean you had the beat in you. You had some kind it of beat. It was there. Oh, it was yeah. there. Yeah, okay. Cool. Yeah. So I mean talking about that man and talking about how you were, you know, in in, you know, high school band and you, how you said you came from Krista McCullough. If you're familiar with San Antonio, you know what side of town that is. So that means that and I know this because we went to school together. You went to Southwest High School, right? That's right. Okay, so Southwest High School and just kind of fucking just giving them their limelight. They're, and this is from what I understand, they, they do have a good reputation of having a great band, right? Correct. Okay, yeah. and, they've, and they've won, you know, several awards, correct? Uh, yeah. Okay. The, out of the four years I was there, two years we went to state. And, and, and won? Yeah, we took it serious. No, we didn't win. I oh, wish. okay. But, okay. I mean, being the school we were from where we were that was a big deal yeah yeah it really was it really was even for me who i was not involved with any of the fucking extracurricular activities because i don't know what the fuck i was doing but anyways um i wasn't in band uh i wasn't in sports and i I think you know for the most part i think i hung out with with y'all guys which were 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 banned you just ban people banners yeah exactly yeah and i'm all like Mm -hmm. you know we don't need to go there but With that said, that means you are primarily from the Southwest side, which I am. Born and raised. Right. So, I mean, I've given a little bit about myself in the last episode, uh, talking to, to, to Los about Culture Barbecue and where we come from, but you're from that same area. Yep. Right? Okay. So, you're actually from Scott Harbor as well, right? Yep. Now, have you always been in Scott Harbor or was it somewhere before that? Um, you mean like growing up? Yes. No. Uh, it's always been Sky Harbor? Yeah. Oh, shit, I didn't yeah. know that. Well, I mean, like, when I was, a, like, before school, we lived over um, on the south, I guess, southeast side, like, Kalen Court by Goliad. Okay. Uh, military area. Okay, okay. We had a house out there, um, but then was uh, Sky Harbor. I went to Sky Harbor Elementary, so that's where I grew up. I went, okay. I went all the way. So, yeah, okay, so you're, you're truly from there. So, yes, I mean... Sir. I mean, I don't know too much about your family other than I do. You don't have siblings. You have a, uh, a younger brother who is actually a doctor. Mm, yeah. Right? Uh, in education. In education, which I mean, a doctor is a doctor, man. You know what I'm saying? True. No, hell so yeah. I'm, so I I'm just like, want to put it out there because you know, <laughs> yeah. some of yeah. my cousins will be like, oh, uh, you think he's like a medical doctor, but he's not. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. So we're, we're setting the record. But even at that, like I said, a doctor is a doctor. Uh, he put in the work definitely for it. You know, and, and I know I don't speak to him much or whatever, but when I do see him, you know, uh, it's always been great, but you know, if you hear this, Jacob, uh, congrat- congratulations! I know it's a little late, but you know, definitely, man, um, that's fucking awesome to hear, dude. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> and I know, you know, your sister. Not to give out too much, but I know, you know, you have nephew now. You know I what I'm saying? So, yeah, new uncle. Yeah. yeah. How how is that for you? Just to kind of break off a little bit, because I've been a, I'm a great uncle, so I mean, I've been there, but uh, I I love it honestly. Um, I, I yeah I, even though I don't have kids I like kids no, no, yeah no, no, I'm saying here um, same but uh, yeah it's it's been a great addition to the family and um, uh, I don't know it feels nice to spoil him I think it's okay, it, I like good. like he's not my kid but yeah, I feel yeah, yeah. like uh, I could be a fatherly figure in his life that's know? good man I mean so, you got to start somewhere right yeah yeah cool man it's all good. I mean not trying to get too much personal with your stuff but I mean. What I'm trying to do is set the picture for, you know, you, you had, you grew up with siblings, you had, you know, your mother, uh, stepfather? Stepdad. Stepdad. Yeah, my parents divorced when I was, I think, like five or something like that. Okay, okay. So, yeah, I don't know too much of that information. For as much as, and how how much I know about you and how, 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 how long, long been friends, I, I don't, yeah. 
think I've gotten that that deep into it, and I'm not trying to get into that tonight. But what I'm trying to do is just kind of set a picture and just, um, you know, how was your upbringing, man? I mean, everybody has a different story. Um, you know, I, I think for for looking at where you're at right now, man, and for every everybody that I come across and everybody I meet, I mean, everybody has a level of um, of success, and it's it's all measured in different ways, man. And I mean. For me, looking at you, I think you're doing fucking amazing, man. Uh, even for your what you tell me, you're doing great. But, I mean, was it always like that? Thanks, dude. Um, well, you I mean, you know, we, we come from the same neighborhoods. Yes. Right? Uh, it was a little difficult. It was a hard, I mean, for for one, that side of town was a little rough. Yeah, man. Um, but, and I don't mind getting a little personal, you know, uh, this is a part of me growing up. You know, my, my parents didn't go to college, right? Okay. Um, but they were hard workers, you know? Yeah. Um, my stepdad came in when I was fairly young. I think I was five when he came into my into my life. And, you know, um, he was a little rough, you know? he I think he just wanted the best for us. Mm-hmm. Um, and my mom, total sweetheart, was the even, would even it out, the dynamic there, you <laughs> yeah. know? Okay. You kind of have that, right? You always have the dads who was always a little, you know, um, a little more tough love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, the mom's like, leave my baby alone kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a, there's an awkward balance to it, but I think it's necessary to kind of give that, that perception in the future of like having, oh, having a little bit of both. Of of you know the sweet and sour makes it for a good combination, right? You know, yeah, man, and uh, you know they were uh, always supportive. Um, like I said, they, they even though they didn't go to college themselves, they were always trying to push us, like me and my brother, and, yeah. and uh, just kind of would always throw that line out there, like I don't want you to have to work as hard as we do. And uh, I think that's a typical line from from any probably Hispanic. Uh, you know, family that didn't have much or struggled, you know. Yeah, man. Like, my stepdad sometimes worked three jobs at a time. Really? Yeah, yeah. Shit, but, man. I mean, you know, I really can't complain as far as, like, you know, they always gave, like, we always had the new Nintendos when they came out. Like, they always did what they had to do to, like, kind of make us happy. They you provided know? and yeah, some. Yeah, for sure. Like, I have some really good memories of, like, in Christmas, like, go look under the bed, and there's, like, a Nintendo, you know? And I'm like, nice, man. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, they yeah, did yeah. that stuff. And then you, when you're kind of younger, and even through your teenagers, you don't really appreciate it, no. you know? And then you look back now as an adult and how hard life is, and you're like, yeah. man, they really did that for me. You know, they went all out and above. Yeah, you got to stop, because I'm, like, I'm right now, like, and I'm, like, I'm sorry. My, my eyes are getting missing. I'm like, <laughs> I mean, but you, you make perfect sense, man, because, honestly, I, I can definitely share... Uh, that type of feeling because I know for for a fact that a lot of times yeah it was the same thing for me man and I mean they 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 tried so hard and they did so much and I mean yeah I, I think in a lot of ways um, I'm gonna run into that a lot from a lot of these indiv- a lot of the people that I speak to I mean and even if they didn't but I know it's something that it's a quality that everybody shares and they learn from immensely yeah. so yeah man that, that, that's that's great man so I mean other than that I mean you know growing up on this side of town or on that side of town i say this side i'm on because it's everywhere you go um because it stays with you but i mean how do you think you growing up in sky harbor contributed to who the person you are today Hmm. um well like because sky harbor if you're not familiar with it back then when we were growing up it was pretty fucking rough because i'm from the creek right and i've already explained that it was pretty rough but sky harbor 
was not that far off from that type of, I wouldn't say quality of life, but just it had its uh, urban habits, I would say. I don't know if, yeah. I, if that's the best way to say it, but I mean, it, it was it was very much gang, um, you know, yeah, gangs I mean, out of town. There was a lot of like shit going on. So I mean, wh- I know you probably went through some of that shit, or not yeah. so much going through it, but maybe just experienced it or saw it. I mean, do you think you living in Sky Harbor, you experiencing that contributes to how you look at things now, and you know, appreciation wise, <laughs> appreciation wise, as well as do you think it affects you in how you make your choices now? Um, yes. Well, you know, it's funny, like you mentioned, like the whole gang thing. I have a couple of stories. I bet. Uh, growing up. Uh, well, one thing was, I mean, in that time, in that time, right? Uh-huh. Like in the, was it like the nineties? Yeah. Or so. Uh, so yeah, early nineties. Right? I'm sorry. My no, it's fine. No, they're fine. We have uh, two guard dogs and duty just in case. Uh, you were either a thug or a nerd, I think. You right, know? like the, there was no separation between. Yeah. It was just it was you. It was either hard line on each side, and that was it. Yeah, and I felt like I was kind of like a wannabe thug. I wasn't. Yeah. A th- I wasn't out there gangbanging, but I nah. was like baggy jeans. You know, I looked apart, <laughs> but I I really wasn't a thug, right? But where I'm going at was this this one time, and I think I was in sixth grade. Uh-huh. Um, I was doing graffiti on my book cover. Okay. And I was doing gang signs. Okay. I was drawing gang signs. Although I was not in a gang. I was, yeah, yeah. I was but... ne- I have, let me make that clear. I've never been in a gang ever. <laughs> but for some reason, I'm drawing gang signs on my book. Yeah, right? yeah, so yeah, I'm yeah. stupid, right? Because that's where you live in the side of town. I guess is what you did. It was the norm. Yeah. And uh, the vice principal walked in and he Damn. saw me and he's like, hey, uh, come with me. I was like, oh, shit. Really? Yeah, dude. And I got ended up getting suspended <laughs> for a few days. Oh, shit. Really? Yeah. What? Yeah. yeah crazy story about a- that. Took it real serious. They fine. did, dude. So my mom had to come, and, I, and it was crazy because my birthday was like the next weekend, oh, and I was like, "Dang, shit. it's gonna ruin my birthday." But my parents, being cool, they ended up still letting me have a party, and they they actually got me a a, a boombox uh-huh. a CD yeah. player. Yeah, yeah. And my grandma bought my very first CD, ever. which was. Snoop Dogg, Doggy Style. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. Like, was it the clean version, though, from Walmart? Uh, no, nah, dude. That was the full fucking thing? Like, yeah. Damn, bro. Cuss words and all. And I'm just, I always tell people that joke, too. It's kind of funny that my grandma bought that, because, you know, bro, she had no idea. She had no idea, but she knew no. you. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. that's what it was. And that's all that fucking mattered, right? <laughs> you know? Yeah. But, uh, you know, there was another story, dude, crazy, since we're talking about yeah, man, growing please. up on that side of town, was I remember... Uh, I was in high school already, and I, I, I was a skater in high school. Uh-huh. I was still dressed baggy, baggy jeans, hoodie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. Um, I don't know. You may have heard this story before, but I was getting Probably. off. I was getting off the bus, uh, the bus stop. It would drop us off on the on the corner because I lived in the dead end, uh-huh. and uh, a friend of ours lived on the other side. But anyway, we all got off together. It was like a group of us getting off the bus, like mm-hmm. we normally did. And as I was getting off at the corner, there was a police car there, and and there was a police officer talking to a lady. Okay. And, and I, I got off the bus and I had my headphones on and I was just walking my uh-huh. own business going up to my house. Wait, what grade was this again? I was in high school. I probably okay, like okay, a okay. sophomore. Okay. okay sophomore okay, or junior. Okay. Right, I can't no, remember right, exactly. Right. But I was walking and I had my headphones on and I was like rapping. 
and you know, just like minding my own business. Uh-huh. But then at the police officer, he like he um, beeped his um, horn horn thing. You know, oh yeah, the like, siren. The siren. Yeah. Like, he's like whatever. Uh-huh. And I kind of t- turned around, and I was like, that was weird, you know. But I, I didn't think anything of it, and I just kept walking. And then I heard it again, and this time he got out of his car and he started walking towards me. And I turned around and I looked at him again, like kind of weird. And then I just, again, I turned around and kept walking because I'm like, why is he talking to me anyway? Yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah. I was just going, to, going uh-huh. to my house. And then I, I, like, I felt something coming behind me. I turned around and it's him. And he grabs me, what? drags me back to his car, throws me on the hood. My fucking butt goes flying. Uh-huh. And I'm just like, what did I do? You know, I, was, yeah, yeah, I started yeah, yeah. panicking. I uh-huh. was like, what, what, you know, what did I do? What did I do? And he's like, you need to learn some fucking manners. Manners, like what? And I'm like, what? You know, yeah, dude, I'm like tripping. You know, my mind's going crazy. And I'm like, oh, what the hell's going on? Uh-huh. And the dude literally handcuffs me and he puts me in the back in the back of the car. And you're like literally what, like just feet away from your house, right? Yeah. Yeah. And what's crazy is like all the kids were still there. And um, so they were just all staring at me, you know, and I'm like, dude, I couldn't believe what's happening. And well, um, thankfully at the corner, there's a lady that used to babysit me uh-huh. and she's pretty popular in the neighborhood. She had a candy store and they called it a candy store lady. Dang. So she, she was one of those that sold out of her house and shit. Yeah. Bad yeah. Ass, and she dude. would babysit. It's like, she always had kids there and she, she babysit me since I was a baby. Uh-huh. Like, so she knew me very well and she, thankfully she was there. So she walked over there and she's like, what are you doing? I know uh-huh. this kid, you know, he's a good boy, you know? And, and he was just saying, him, he just learns fucking manners. That's how, she, that's how he kept saying and I'm like, dude, what is happening? And I, and and I was at that time, I wasn't smart enough to know, like, you know, get a badge number or like know your own rights. Yeah, yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, I yeah, didn't yeah, know yeah. what to do. And and that lady was just like, you know, leave him alone. I know his mom, whatever. And then he just kept asking me like, if I was in a gang, he's like, are you in a gang? And of course, I had graffiti on my damn book cover. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. It, and I was like, no, I'm not in a gang, you know. And so he's like looking me up in the computer, and there's nothing there. I had never had been in trouble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he just let me go. But still, though, dude. Yeah, how crazy is that? I just got off the bus, dude. Like, nothing. And I I don't think back. I'm like, maybe he was trying to look tough in front of that lady. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, did it get you fucking street cred in front of all those people and shit? I think it did. Everyone, like, at school were like, oh, you saw you get arrested. I'm like, dude, I don't know. I mean, I don't even care. Honestly, I was, like, scared. What'd your mom do and shit? So we ended up going to the police station to make a report. Yeah, yeah, And they're like... Uh, gave me this portfolio with all the pictures of the police officers. and they're like, Did you find them? No, dude. They all look the same. They all ah. had mustaches. And I'm like, I don't know who he is, which one he is. They, all, they literally all look the same. And I was like, I'm not going to find them. So nothing ever came of it. Fuck, dude. Except the cool story to tell, you know. No, but, I mean, you know yeah, I guess up, it man? is cool. Story. Like, so, so after that happened to me, uh-huh. I hated cops. I dude, and it sucks because you know I know some cool ones, man. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But I, I mean, now I, after a while, I'm like, you know, they're not all like that, obviously. But then you keep yeah. seeing what's coming up in the news and shit. And it, 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 every time something like that comes up, I, it always brings it me brings back it to back, that time. dude. So, every I mean, time I'm like, it kind of sucks because he kind of he he put a sour taste in your mouth and yeah, shit I mean, about that. But at, at the same time, too, it's like you see the shit now, and you you just gotta kind of take it for what it is and just kind of. I yeah. mean, I don't even want to talk about that I just know, because it's just go down that. Yeah, that's a horrible rabbit hole to go yeah. go down. But I mean, but that's some crazy shit, though. And you know, no. and some people will never understand it if they've never been like, you know, what's the word? Um, um, like having prejudice against mm-hmm. you. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Just because maybe the way it, you look. I don't it, know. It's crazy you talk about that because I was actually having a conversation earlier about that with my wife and just kind of. 
you know, talking about where you come from and, you know, Mexican heritage and just like, well, because today, what, today is the 16th of September, which is uh, Independence, Mexican Independence Day, yeah. which is, you know, the independence from Spain. So it's, I mean, yes, it's important, but I mean, it's nothing like they really do crazy right now. You know what I'm saying? Right. I like fucking Fiesta and shit. People right. go crazy. Right <laughs> yeah. But I mean. Well, yeah, and that's another thing um, when you talk about where we're from, like our side of town. Even at that, yeah. some people are kind of like, oh, you're from there, you know? That, Yeah, I mentioned that already um, before. Know, the pe- people are from, you know, at the place I work at, you know, I work with patients and stuff, and they like to ask a lot of questions sometimes, and it's it's really cool to see their uh, reaction when I say that. You like know, where like you're from? I'm from there, and they're like, oh, wow. Like, they're, like, surprised, kind of. You yeah, know? it's like an after-school fucking special. <laughs> shit. Like, oh, wow, you made it? Yeah. I'm all like, chill out. It yeah. wasn't that bad. I yeah. mean, where I lived, it was pretty fucking rough. Um, and then I remember living next to uh, gang members, like, literally. Like, it was crazy and shit. Like, there was, like, drive-bys all the time, crazy shit. And I remember even, like, my parents were... They were they were never afraid of them, which I mean I was fucking terrified because they were like they were just they were they would be outside just like with guns and stuff. Yeah. yeah. And it's just like that was like my parents didn't want to fucking deal with it, but at the same time it's like they weren't gonna fucking let anything just fucking slide. So I mean, they were very and that part my parents were brave and I was like, I don't even think I could possibly be completely that way. But I think it it changes when you have something that you're trying to defend. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, yeah, man, I, I'm pretty sure that if your mom had what a song, what the fuck was going on and what was going down, oh, it would yeah. have probably been escalated. For like, sure, for sure. Beyond, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a trip. <laughs> <laughs> but, man, okay, so you, you have a lot of the same kind of, uh, you know, stories uh, as, as Lowe's did and then, you know, from the stuff that I've mentioned. Uh, getting back, man, to the whole thing and, and what I really want to find out about you, too, is... Not just about drumming, but yes, about drumming. Mm-hmm. Um, so tell me about that drumming life, man. I mean, I think for out of all the individuals that I know, I'm not trying to say you've been the most successful, but you've had the the craziest opportunities, dude, to do some really fucking amazing shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, with that, where did you start off? Okay. So, yeah, man. Um, well... Going back to the high school thing, right? I was in in marching band, and mm-hmm. that's when I was uh, introduced into being into my first actual band with friends. Mm-hmm. I was a junior, I think. And uh, <coughs> what was the name of the band? Uh, our homies. <laughs> we made that band called No Fate. <laughs> okay, yeah. You know, <laughs> and uh, it's funny because at the time I did play a little bit of drum set. Okay. I was more into marching band, believe it or not. I liked rudiments. I liked the whole traditional style rudimentary drumming. Okay, okay. I was into it. I really liked it. Oh, um, Nick Cannon? <laughs> oh, I fucking hate that movie. But, uh, Do you really? Yes, dude. It's stupid. I don't know, bro. Oh, man. I can't stand good, it. Dude. Like the whole facial expression. He doesn't even know how to read music. <sighs> I don't. As actually, he doesn't. But, <laughs> um, no, you know, I was into it. And I was good. I wasn't the greatest, but, you know, I was good at it. Okay. And I think that's maybe why our friends asked me to be the drummer in this metal band. They wanted to start because <laughs> you were good in it, but not great at it. Right. And the reason okay. I and also at drum set, especially because I was in jazz band and I wasn't in the good jazz band. I was in the B the jazz B band. band. Yeah. And uh, there was a performance we did, like we're out competing somewhere at a college or whatever. Okay. And I actually fucked up. Like I messed up. Like bad. Yeah, I messed up the whole band. 
Yes, dude. You threw them all off and because it, you're the heartbeat. I threw them off, dude. Fuck, dude. Let me tell you how embarrassed I was. You know, I was like, oh, did they God. just stop playing all together? Man, they were just looking at me. You know, with that <sighs> face, and, Fuck, and we we finally like got back on tr- on beat. Eventually, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, you yeah, kind yeah. of find yeah, it, right? Yeah, yeah. But it was obvious. It okay. Was obvious. Yeah, yeah. And I was like so like disappointed in myself, dude. You know, and I, I, I don't think I was back then, but now I am a perfectionist, and I, I'm pretty hard on myself. Okay. But back then, I mean, I just I don't know. I was just young, you know, and I yeah, learned, yeah, and I was I like, mean, fuck, I fucked it up. Well, after that, I quit. I was like, oh really? Yeah, dude. Oh, I didn't know. That I was that did. embarrassed. I was like, I'm not gonna be. Fuck, Jay. <laughs> I knew it. Yeah. Dude. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, so I was like, no, nah, I'm not gonna do it. Well, then, then like, come sometime later, they're like, hey, we're going to start a band. And I'm like, no, nah, I don't know, man. Like, yeah, I'm not you... good. I'm not good at drum set. You okay. Know? And they're like, no, <laughs> we'll show you. We'll help you. You know, we'll, we'll make it work. Okay. Like, All right. So they come try out or whatever. So I go try out. And it was funny. They played a joke on me. You know, after I played, they're like, ah, oh, it's not going to work out. I was, like, oh. I was like, okay. Like, nah, we're just kidding. I was like, oh. <laughs> you know. Because they didn't have nobody else. No. <laughs> <laughs> you fired, right? You fired, right? So, uh, yeah, I ended up being in that band. That was my first band. And, uh, you know, I think then, was, uh-huh. that was the time when I'm like, dude, I fucking love this shit. Like, I want to be in a band. We started doing cover songs. You know, yeah, Death, I remember Death that Tones, shit, dude. Cold Chamber. Yeah. Know? And, uh, and. You know, we party a little bit. You know, started getting to a little party scene there. Yeah, yeah, that was like yeah. an introduction to all that. But oh yeah, but but more importantly, the music. Like ah oh, man, it was so much fun. And then I started getting into like all the other bands, right? Like the metal bands that were out, and you watching music videos, and it was just um, inspirational. You know, yeah, and, yeah, and that yeah. I think like I just then I fell in love with it, and I was like, okay. oh, I want to, okay. I want to play drums. Yeah, man. I mean, okay. So you, everybody has to start from somewhere. I did not know about the whole thing with you messing up with the uh, with the jazz band. That's pretty crazy. That's something. That's actually interesting, man. Because you think about that that moment in time, it really humili- you know, humbled you, yeah. and you were very humiliated, and you were like, "I'm done with this shit." And then you look at your journey now. Right. And you're all about how it. crazy is it? Right. Yeah. You, to take that moment and be like retrospect. Fuck! At one point, I wasn't gonna be—I wasn't gonna be have anything else to do with this anymore. Right. And now you look at all the stuff you've done, man. I mean, if I would ask, you know, you've been in how many bands? You say? I think uh, last time we counted eight. Okay. I think somewhere around there. Eight that were like that they. Not to say serious, but they were we like played shows. Yes, yes. Okay, so they 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 had some kind of involvement with the community, and and they were pushing forward and trying to be like a legitimate like professional band, right? You could say so. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I think um, obviously at first it's fun, uh-huh. and then you start getting. If you notice, maybe you start getting good and traction. You know, you start getting crowds and stuff. Then you're kind of like, oh, maybe we have something here, and then you maybe try to go for it. You know. Mm-hmm. I will say not all of my bands have had that moment though. You know, there's some oh, yeah, that I'm, didn't I'm, last but a few months. Yeah, okay. Um, and then, you know, or maybe um, maybe we didn't really think that seriously of it at the time. It um, did. It didn't. It didn't. Uh, there was. It wasn't nourished enough for it to to like be. Uh, yeah. Prevail or not prevail, but to uh, progress and then become something more. Yeah. Okay. And, you know. Um, 
and I think like uh, part of it is just learning uh, as being in a band and, and what's professional, what's not professional, right? You know, and then even gear, you know, like I my very first drum set was pretty crappy, and I played on it for years and thinking that you were some you know, like hot shit. Well, no. <laughs> oh, okay. No, you no. knew, but well, no, I just didn't know any better. Like okay. my okay. drum okay. set okay. was okay. crap. Okay. 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 It was funny okay. too. One time uh, at the White Rabbit, um, the sound guy told my my guitar player at the time. Uh-huh. He said, "You know, your drummer has the worst sounding drum set I've ever heard." Or <laughs> that, like in the in the scene. What kind of drum set was it? It was a Tama. It was a Tama Swing Star, which is a jazz set. But, okay. Uh, you know, the thing is, I didn't know how to tune drums. I didn't know you should change the the heads out as often as I should have. Okay. Um, you know, my cymbal stands were falling apart. You know, it was just yeah. Okay. You know, it wasn't. It, yeah, I was definitely. You just didn't know any beginner. better. Yeah, I didn't know any better. Okay. No, hey man, somebody has to start up somewhere and. I mean, if anything, if you, I mean, depending on your resources, then it was probably what was available to you, and you had to make yeah. it work, too. Dude, I bought my drum set from my manager at SeaWorld, my very first nice. drum set, for 100 bucks. I mean, fuck, you can't pass that shit up. Start, man. You can't pass that shit up, 100 bucks and shit? I'm glad I did it, because... Fucking SeaWorld, dude. I don't even want to talk about yeah, that shit. Yeah, we all work there, too, and shit. <sighs> Damn, yeah, SeaWorld. dude. Um, so, yeah, I mean... Um, so okay, kind of fast forwarding a little bit. Okay, one one band. I'm gonna bring it up just, and we don't have to talk about it much, but just to say, and it was one of those that kind of it 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 took off at some point with San Antonio because since you are you know you're a local San Antonian San Antonian, mm-hmm. um, the one band that I'm going to ask about is Pinata Protest. Yes. So if you're not familiar with the band, uh, y'all had. Y'all had a good little stint there. Well, yeah, I mean they still do. Yeah, I mean, they, yeah, well, yes, but I'm saying with your involvement. Yes, and, and I'm not, and I'm not talking in any negative way or anything like that, guys. Just, um, I'm just talking about his affiliation, his time period in it. Um, yeah, man, I remember that, dude. It, it, y'all were some, y'all were some hot shit, man. Not to say that the band is still prospering, but it's just, I know for a fact, moment. Uh, if you weren't in the damn band, I probably wouldn't have known who they were just because I, I don't follow like that that closely. But I mean, tell me about that, man. I mean, I'm sure. pretty sure that kind of opened some doors for you. Yeah, man. I mean, that, I think that's the band that changed everything as far as me yeah. and music and, you know, the experiences that came with it. So um, to start off, you know, before I joined that band, I had been in several, many yeah. bands, yes, right? Yes, yes. Uh-huh. And then... There was right before that. I don't think I played music for a while. Really? Yeah, like here and there for fun, maybe. But I, I wasn't in a band for a long time. Okay. And um, I met the the singer through our mutual girlfriend. Uh, like his girlfriend was best friends with my girlfriend at the time. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So that's how I knew him. And um, crazy enough, too, when when my band that I was with before that, I don't even remember who it was, but I was like, ah, oh, dude, you know, my band fell through. Do you need a drummer? Because I think he had asked me before he even started the band. Okay. And he was like, no, nah, I already found one. Like, oh. we're doing good. I was like, okay, you know, whatever. Yeah, 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 And then that was kind of it. So then I didn't do anything for a while. And, you know, crazy enough, somewhere a time down the line, uh, he, the drummer quits and he calls me. He's like, hey, dude, I need a drummer. Okay. I was like, okay, hell yeah, dude. You know, I'm down. Can I come try out? He's like, yeah, 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 come on. So I learned all the songs. 
thankfully they're punk rock songs pretty easy to learn you know yeah we're gonna get into that into your genres here in a little bit too sure. yeah yeah yeah. so i go i uh try out and he's like yeah man if you want it you got it and i was like hell yeah let's do it so okay you know um it was uh i think there was the all original members at that time except me okay so i was the second drummer and then uh you know at that time they were popular in the punk scene it, mm-hmm, it wasn't mm-hmm. like as big as it got it was more like small punk shows but they were packed shows you know yeah 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 because they um, had a, they had a, a local following yeah yeah i know they did very big you know and and I, I think for san antonio for you know you being from here and me we're, we're very much metal punk rock you know stuff yeah. like that so i mean people gravitate to it in this city yeah and uh you know <clears throat> is it was fun, um, and even then, at that time, I don't even think I thought about it going where it was going. No. I was just like, "This is fun." There's a lot of people here, and they like the music. Like, okay. what more could you ask for? Exactly. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Really the combination. I, wanted. I just was wanted to play fun shows. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you know, slowly but surely, the shows start getting bigger. We, I mean, we did play a lot though. We played like sometimes we play like twice in a weekend. Uh, we would play uh, Battle of the Bands. We we would play random stuff that you probably wouldn't think. Yeah, yeah, play yeah. It, you know, but I think that helped get us in front of people, mm-hmm. and not only that, like the accordion was like uh, special, like not a lot of people were doing that, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. And, and it was just especially if they just saw us and the way we looked, and then they see an accordion, like what are these kids gonna do? Yeah, with that, it sparked you know? interest, the curiosity, yeah. and people were like, what's gonna happen here? And then we just rock out all crazy, and then, yeah, yeah. you know, uh, we eventually we'd win over crowds, is what it was. We'd be like, this is kind of interesting, but I don't know what to think about it. And then, you know, we just do our thing and they're like, man, this is actually pretty fun. Pretty cool. Yeah. That's cool, man. Yeah, dude. And, uh, you know, playing bigger shows, uh, you start um, people noticing, uh, like people who, who book shows, they'll be yeah, like, yeah. hey, we want you to play, whatever. Well, we got lucky enough to play with uh, Voodoo Gloskos yeah. and uh, uh, Reverend Horning Heat, you know, yes. to name drop a couple. Well, the main change that I think uh, helped us was when we opened up for the Rev Horton Heat in Corpus Christi. Okay. Their booking agent was there. He liked us. He was like, hey, man, um, let me book you guys or whatever. Okay. So we're uh, okay. And um, that's kind of what changed it because once we got on that booking agency, mm-hmm. he started booking us on tours where he would like send us to go open up. So the cool thing is on the booking agency, they have bands, right? Yeah. They have yeah a list yeah, of yeah, bands yeah. and they'll, they'll put bands together that are on the same list. So they're like, hey, this band's here. You go open up for this band on this tour. Okay. And then you go open up for this band on this tour. So they kind of did it for like also with their convenience, or it was a convenience thing for them too. Kind of like it's okay. a win-win for the yeah yeah yeah, yeah. agency. And it's a win-win sense. for y'all too. Well, because, yeah. Because I mean the exposure. Right. No, and that changed everything, man. That's crazy. Once dude. we started the tours. So I mean, besides uh, Voodoo and uh, Reverend, who else did you? you know? Um, they're mostly punk punk rock bands. Um. Uh, Guttermouth, Agent Orange, Authority Zero. Um, we, I mean, we did some metal Brujeria tours. Um, okay. Yeah, it was just, uh, and we did a couple runs with each of them. It wasn't just like one tour. We'd go on multiple tours. Yeah, man. Um, I think I toured, I think it was about three or four years of touring. Really? Like, yeah. So, I mean... What what was probably one of the most interesting spots, or some of the most interesting spots you ever had that you can um, that are memorable to you? I always loved uh, California. Okay, because there's a big um, you know Hispanic culture yeah. out there too. Yeah, yeah. So they always pop, you know. And we'd play with some cool bands out there, La Plebe and um, 
La Santa Cecilia, who's a pretty big band now. I did they, not know that. You played with them? Dude, they actually opened up for us the first time we went over there. Shut which up. Which is crazy. Yeah, we played a small bar in Ventura, California. Dude, I don't even, like, I got a little goosebumps. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, dude, dude. I did not know that shit, yeah. man. They're, they're great, dude. They are. They're amazing. And she's, they're very she's great. nice and lovely people. Like, they're still my really? friends. Yeah, like, they'll, oh, like, they'll still, shit, like, dude. you know, here and there, they'll just kind of, Fun. every now and then, I'll get, like, a happy birthday comment or something, you know. But, I mean, oh. they're still, like, really cool and, um, you know. Social media friends or whatever. I wish I could see them more often when they come down, but you know, my yeah, work and whatever. It I've seen them twice, happens and, and, and they're great, man. Yeah, yeah, no, I did not know that. Oh, yeah, that's dude, cool, man, fuck, they're dude. Actually, and then like it's cool to see that happen. You know, they played this small bar yes. with us, and now they're like in Disney movies, and they're like they're big. They are now, dude. The Grammys, I think. I think yeah, I think they, they they did. So it's uh, pretty cool. I mean, so connections like that, you know, I like. I really appreciate. You I know, bet, it's dude. Pretty cool, you know? And and what's cool about it too, man. And what one thing that I notice is you're very humble about it, which is fucking awesome, man. You know what I'm saying? Um, I've I've probably know people who just get a little bit of of, you know, that limelight, and then they're just they're fucking just like all over the place, or they're just like kind of looking down on you. And I'm like, right? No, really? Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I th- I think. For for knowing you and then, you know, not just being your friend, but I think uh, for anybody who you you interact with, I think you're pretty humble and you just kind of keep a, a level head on shit, man, which is fucking amazing and, and great, dude. You know, as just you as a person. Um, but, you know, so you did that three or four years. I mean, if you would say besides La Santa, was is there anybody else that you say that you met that like is high on your list of like uh, musician wise that you're like, dude, this is. This is badass to meet this person because obviously I'm pretty sure there's a lot of drummers you've come in contact with. Um, but I mean, has there been a drummer that you've met that you're like, dude, this is badass? Have you been starstruck is what I'm trying to say by anybody? Wow. Well. And I'm, and then to, to, to whoever's listens and stuff, and if, if you get offended or you get hurt because he didn't mention you, my bad. You know, I'm just asking on the spot questions. Um, but, I mean, I think, you know, it's just some stuff to ask just because, I mean, you've experienced a lot. You've had those opportunities. I'm pretty sure at one point or another, and I think it happens to anybody at any stage of success, fame, they have somebody that they get starstruck by. Or they're just that one person that, like, yo... You know who I met, you know, and, and it might not be anybody me, but to you, have you ha- have you ever had somebody like that that you've met? Man, dude, you know what's crazy is I don't think I have. Okay, okay. Um, there's one, and it's and it's not he's not even a drummer, but um, he maybe was the one that I was kind of excited, like oh my god, like he's right there, kind of deal. Was um, Fat Mike from No Effects? Okay, okay. I, well, I was kind of like thinking about it because I know that you've spoken about it before and I was going to ask about that. So, I mean, how did you meet him? Uh, we were um, on tour with the Reverend Horn and Heat and we had a show at uh, Punk Rock Bowling in Vegas. Mike. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, it's funny, right? Uh, we were playing in Las Vegas and it was a club show. It wasn't actually a part of the Punk Rock Bowling Festival. Festival. Okay. This is like a three-day thing. Uh-huh. It was, and well, so they have that, but then they also have club shows throughout the night. Okay, so, okay, yeah, it's, yeah. It's a part of it. Kind of like by South by yeah. Southwest when they're doing all those offshoots yeah. of just different clubs. Okay. Right. Yeah, yeah. And so we had a show there with the Rev, and it was sold out, which is one of the probably the best shows I've ever played in my life. Really? It was sold out, dude. And it was crazy because we had people from San Antonio that were there, dude. and we fucking tore it up, dude. And the pit was so huge. Like, it was a big crowd. Like, yeah, it was yeah, one yeah. of those where I looked up, and I was just like, 
wow. You know? Yeah. I think I was more like struck by that those moments. Okay. When okay. I would look up at the crowd and be like, dude, I can't believe I'm playing this. Like yeah, it's insane, yeah, 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 you know. Yeah. But anyways, back to that night. Um it was yeah, we were in Vegas and yeah, he was just there. He was at the show. Um why well, I, I didn't see him at, I saw him in the in the green room, like uh-huh. in the area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, uh, yeah, did he watch y'all? Did you see y'all? I don't know. I don't know. I didn't even okay. Because I was gonna ask. I was like, I wasn't gonna be like, thing? oh, hey man, here's my CD or whatever. You know? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, I don't know if it was something that he saw or did you yeah. like at least be like, hey, did you check us out? You know. Uh, I mean, I would I ask. Didn't ask, but one just because I'm all like, yo. I, I mean, I was pretty like nervous. Were you really? Yeah, to even talk to him because you know it's Fat Mike. And then like back then, it was all new to me too, like meeting these people and. It felt surreal, like just being there, yeah, just yeah, being yeah, there. Yeah. Like you know, it was so early on where I was like, "Man, this is pretty cool." And then like I saw him, you know, I took a picture of him. I have it on my wall over there. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So that's I what I mean. It's one of those. That was a good moment. I know what you're me. talking about. Like, yeah, he's you know punk rock legend. Okay, yeah, dude. So you know that was cool. But uh, I think most of my memorable memories are like the crowd. Okay, know, playing yeah. shows in places I've never. Thought while you I'd played and before, uh, yeah. while you're still sober. Yeah, <laughs> I was drunk a lot on those shows. I bet, dude. Man, I mean, blast, living, I mean, I had a living that life and shit. That's the rock star yeah. life, dude. You can't, you cannot do that and not fucking expect to get fucking shit faced once in a while. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying. So, I mean, that's completely understandable, sir. Um, but I mean, that's my opinion stuff. But I mean, talking about that and you know, with Fat Mike, you being a drummer, you looking at other musicians. Who inspires you, man? Who inspires you to continue to be that perfectionist that you say that you are? Mm, uh, man, I have a lot, a lot of drummers that I like. And yeah. uh, I think I've said this before, like, I don't really know the names. Like, I should know the names. More That's so fine. the bands. I'm, yeah, know? I'm horrible about, like, like individuals Members. and bands. I'm yeah. like, I know who that is because I can remember his face because I stared at his picture. But, I mean, right. I couldn't tell you his fucking name. Yeah, I mean, there's a, there's a, there's a lot. And then the thing is, too, I like a lot of different genres. Yes, so I have like you know a metal favorite or or not a maybe a favorite but a, a person that I really I think inspires me. Mm-hmm. Metal drummers, um, more. I've been on a melodic thing lately because of my new band that I'm in. Currently, yeah, yeah, currently. And we're, we're, yeah. You're gonna plug that here in a little while too. Um, but a lot of uh, lately, I've been into a lot of uh, groovy style drumming, um, kind of pop punkish drumming, but uh, with energy but creative. Okay. You know. Okay. Uh, one thing I'll say about punk rock and like being a band like Pinata, the the drumming is fairly simple. It's mostly fast, you okay, know. Yeah, but yeah, you, yeah. Don't, you don't really like go off on a creative. Yeah. Know? Okay. Uh, so I felt like I lost a little bit of that being in that band for so long, mm-hmm. and then like coming back to it now, um, it's kind of like a new inspiration. It's almost like I'm, you know, learning a new part of of my style of drumming. Okay. And, okay, um, okay. You know, but I also still kind of keep that like hard edge. You know, I, I like to still hit hard and play fast. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, you know, I don't know. Should I name drop bands? I wasn't trying to name. Drop I mean, you can but, if you want. I mean, I'm just trying to figure out. I mean, obviously, you have a passion for drumming, and I mean, as you said, how I said it before, you're a perfectionist, or you try to be a perfectionist when it comes to like you know creating and drumming and stuff. Now, whenever we do that, it's because. Uh, either well not either but because the one is one we're trying to ourselves perfect ourselves and just fucking be the best that we can be but usually though we have a baseline 
of what we're trying to be better of. And and it's not so much that you're trying to be better because you're trying to outshine them, but just to fucking like put yourself at that standard and take you take yourself up even more just to show that you can do that. Right. So if there was someone or some people, say maybe we'll go with two. Two? Two drummers that 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 you would say that you look at and you're like, not trying to completely compare yourself to them, but you're like, you know what? I want to be good like that. Right. You know and what I'm talking about? That's a good about? way to um, explain it or to put it into words because, yes, okay. I, I, have a, I, I will say this. I have a habit of thinking I can play something and then it not coming out the way I okay. thought it was going to oh, come yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's it, though, that you know, you just want to be better and you're trying. Yes. You know? and, then, and, then, and it humbles you. You're like, okay, I need to practice yeah, more. Yeah, yeah. Right? But, but you see the importance of that. It, it's because of the fact that these they're small goals yeah. just to know that you can accomplish it and then also just to, it, it makes you feel good yeah. knowing that you can fucking do it and that you're possible of anything. Yeah. When it's also nice to have a goal, you know, it keeps True. you, uh, you know, motivated. Motivated, yeah. And keep well, on going so forward. So to name two, mm-hmm. uh, I'll name one who is very, I'm not going to say he's famous, but he's well known on Instagram. Okay. Uh, you know, and that's a big thing now, Instagram. Yeah, and YouTube, yeah, 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 yeah. I can be on there all day looking at drummers just go off. Like I said before, there's different levels of success. Right. So it doesn't have to be somebody who who is, you know, worldly known. It can be, well, even at that, you still can't be worldly known through uh, social media, but somebody who, who isn't someone that you see on TV all the time or something right. like that. I have another story about that. But okay. anyway, let me get back to that. <laughs> so um, uh, this guy, his name is El Stepario. El Stepario? Yeah. I think he's from Spain or somewhere. He's, he's right. He is... I'm going to have to check him out. Not human, probably. On the really? Drums. Yeah, dude. He is amazing. What does he look like? He's got a big beard. A uh, hat all the time? Yeah. Sometimes just plays one, one hand. hand. I know exactly who yeah, you are. Yeah, see, a lot of people who aren't even drummers know him. I got my coworkers like, have you ever seen this guy? I'm like, yes, dude. Like, no, I've seen him. He is incredible because I've is. seen him do like whole sets just with one arm and I'm all like... Yeah, what? it's amazing, bro. Okay. Like that that guy, I'm like, oh, he just makes me want to practice. You know, right? I love it. I love it motivates it. you, he man. It does, dude. I'm like, I'm so into him. His, his stuff is really good. And what's cool is he actually has videos that he'll teach you tricks and stuff or um, uh, practice uh, routines. Okay, you know? okay, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'm yeah. into him. Another one I'm going to mention uh-huh. is uh, a local drummer. Really? Yeah, dude. Okay. San Antonio from Southeast Side. His name is Xavier. He's, yeah, he's a band called Life Cycles. Oh, I know. But, I've heard of the band, Life yeah. Cycles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I just really enjoy his drumming, dude. And he's really? super tight, super good. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if he knows that, but... Well, I mean, he's going to know if he yeah, listens man, to this. If yeah. he checks it out, bro, you, you inspire me, man. He's really, really good. He's, Great, man. He's I'm, a good drummer. I'm glad you say shit like that because that's, that's, that's the whole point of the show, man, is just kind of letting other people know um, where you're from, uh, why you do it, who inspires you, and hopefully that message will carry on to these individuals and let them know to keep on doing what they're doing just so they can keep on making other individuals feel like how you feel, man. Yeah, yeah. One thing I want to add, though, is like, you know, it's you kind of don't want to get um, stuck in that position of where you're like kind of comparing yourself to other people. True. Because that can... Um, Almost backfire. And you yeah, be yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Oh man, I'm not as good, so I'm just gonna stop. Or true, I'm never gonna be that good. Like you never want to okay. think like that. I see what right? you say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, same time too. It 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 can it can also constrict you from not expanding to possibly what other things you can do. Because mm-hmm. if you're so focused just on trying to be that, then 
you can never explore the other things that you could possibly even be, you know, greater at. You know right. what I'm saying? Because nobody's ever going to be exactly the same in perfectionism in the same kind of field. There's always going to be different, like little factors or little nuances that that are going to be like, well, he he does the same thing, but he does it a little differently, and he does it fucking crazy, right? You know, and I think that's that's kind of the uh, the appreciation of, of of artists that they have of one another. They're they they probably look at each other, and they probably think like, you know, he's greater than me, greater than me. But what it is is just it's sometimes just two different fucking exactly. perspectives in which and two different maybe genres, uh, styles, and yeah, man, yeah, everybody can be the greatest and they can all be greatest at something different. You know what I'm saying? I don't even know yeah. greatest. I don't know if that sounds right. But anyways, yeah, no, I'm you know what I'm talking saying. about. Yeah, for sure. I mean, one thing I learned is in writing music and creating your own music with people is. You know, like I, I obviously I, I want to be a good drummer, and and what I think as, as being a good drummer might not think what another person uh, thinks is being a good drummer. For example, writing to a song like with this new band, for example, like uh-huh. majority of it is is vocal melody. You know, like yeah, the, yeah, the drums yeah. are important, but then are more important than the vocals. You know, so okay. then you're kind of like I don't need to be like I'm gonna throw this double bass right here. And, yeah, 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 you know yeah, what yeah. I mean. Like I don't have to do that. To be successful or yeah, to make yeah, a yeah, good yeah. song, you know what I mean? Yeah, man. Something that you kind of learn along the way, I guess. I mean, but. you look at, and I mean, I think the the way to kind of put it is, you, you look at like actual artists who would paint. Uh, you have great, you have masters, but nobody really painted the same exactly as one another. They had different styles, and 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 that's what it's kind of like, man. It's like. You got to find like I'm probably sure with I'm pretty sure with these bands that you've had you've always had to adjust and adapt and then find out where you need to shine. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah you're sure. you're you're a drummer but how how are you going to be that that drummer in this band? So I mean, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure you, you had a lot of those different uh situations where you're like, okay, th- this is my part and this is where I'm going to be, be like the best at yeah. you know and have everybody share their thing because i'm pretty sure being in a band is hard it is man it is it is uh you know right now it's pretty cool like the guys that i'm with we're all very open-minded and everyone is um uh open to constructive criticism things like that you know <laughs> and i'm always dude like now i like i feel like my ego has been out the door where i'm like you know, I'm gonna sh- you if you don't think it sounds good, tell me. You know, I'm not yeah, gonna, yeah, I'm not yeah, gonna yeah, get offended yeah, yeah, yeah. or whatever. You know what I mean? Or if you think it, this sounded better this way when I did it like that, you know, let me know. Like I'm not gonna get mad. Like because there's people who you know they, they get real upset about that stuff. I'm pretty sure they do. Um, <laughs> you know, you tell me what to play. But do you, you think know, that, like that? Do you think though that with time, as you've gotten older, that has been more of something that you you kind of present more, or that you're more um, how would I put it? Um, not feasible, but you're more open to because I, I'm pretty sure when you when you were early on, it was like, nah, you would you would probably say no, or you'd be a little bit closed minded to things compared to now, where how you're saying you're like, you know, yeah, cool, let me know, you know what I'm saying? Because I I kind of find that just as as I'm getting older, man, where it's just like, you know what, it's cool, like let's right. let's make this shit work, right? Let's exactly. make this shit work, and you're not worried about like. No, we need to sound like this, or we need to just like, well, no. What do we need to do to fucking make sure that everybody's coming in equally and fucking feeling comfortable with everything that we're doing? Right. right? It could that age could be a part of it. I yeah, mean, for sure. <laughs> I know I've grown a lot of patience over the years. Like, I've, you know, bro, 
<laughs> You're telling me, yeah. and, and my, and like, and because for me, and I'm not speaking on you, but for me, I think um, this is still a journey for me in doing this shit, man, and and really being open to a lot of, just you know what, um. I got to hear everybody's story, dude. Yeah. I mean, it's great. I'm glad you're fucking sharing this shit with me, man, dude, just because of the fact that, one, I mean, I knew some. I didn't know it all. Right. But, I mean, knowing that being a drummer is some serious shit, you know? It's not as easy as everybody probably pictures it to be like, oh, he's living that life and shit, because I'm pretty sure that with as much fun as you had being on tours and partying and shit, there were times where you were just like, you you had to deal with crap and you were like you yeah. know what i don't need this bullshit and you were like you know what i'm done and then you find yourself you know what you play that next show and you're like you know what i don't know what the fuck i was talking about this is i love this shit you know yes well you definitely forget about everything when you're on stage like that's right. that is the ultimate like high if you want to go like say it that way but but no there are like i mean it's not all uh you know um glamorous yeah, yeah you yeah. know you you're living out of a bag. Sometimes you sleep on floors, sleep in the van, roach motels. You know, if you're lucky enough, you know, you made some good money, you'll get a better room if you want to spend that. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, mean, if not. The, the, the less you spend, the more you come home with. Exactly. You know? um, but yeah, man, like going on tours, I, I'm thankful at that time I lived with my brother and he was very like, you don't have to pay me rent on the first, you know, as long as you pay me before the month yeah, is yeah, over, yeah. we're good. So, you know, if I was on, on the road for a couple of weeks, I'd come back and pick up as many shifts as I could at work uh-huh. to make up for the bills, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. And, you know, I mean, people will ask me like, oh, you know, do you wish you're still touring and stuff? And, and a part of me does because I miss it a lot. But at the same time, punk rock doesn't pay the bills, man. And, and you know, I mean, I like Everybody chooses their own their own lifestyle and how they want to live, you know. But I mean, I wanted a house. I wanted I like nice things, you know. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, it's, unfortunately, shit costs money. Do, do the nine to five nice. thing and yeah. and do the the work week shit, right? Yeah, yeah. All right, man. So I mean, so you know what? Let's change up gears on that. So okay, enough about the drumming life. I, I think we we got a good picture of that, and I mean, I think that uh, your experience uh, with it has probably you know changed. Not so much change, but it, it kind of set the path on what you're doing now and what you want to do. Because besides being a drummer, uh, you're a, a radiation tech? Uh, no. Well, you could say radiology tech. Radiology? Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, pl- please correct me, sir. Well, t- right now, I'm primarily CT. Okay, okay. CT okay. technologist. Okay. Um, which is, I don't know. What, like. CT is... Computed tomography, which is basically CAT scan. Okay, yeah, yeah. I think people have heard like that I knew term. that. I just didn't know how to say it. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, CT tech. It's cool. Okay. Um, so that's primarily my career now. Um, I, I actually just hit my twelve year mark in July. Oh shit, dude! Really? really? Twelve years. Congrats, man. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah dude. man. It's, how that's a whole that? other thing, man. Like, yeah, is, I mean, because for as much as you you've explained and how you love drums and and living, you know, that part of the life, how does it compare? And I wouldn't want to say compare because I'm not trying to make you compare. But I mean, how does it weigh out uh, with that everyday nine to five? Is that something that you enjoy as well? I do. I enjoy my job. Yeah. Um, you know, well, twelve years in the, in the so. medical field, man. Like you know, I've been through a lot of different shift changes, yeah. things like that. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the first four years that I was in X-ray tech. Uh-huh. So kind of just to give everyone an idea, in radiology, you know, you go into the x-ray program, you mm-hmm. have to become an x-ray tech first, mm-hmm. certified in the x-ray 
um, X-ray license. Okay. State board aired ARRT national registry. Um, once you're an X-ray tech, then you can, you know, further your education or crossing into a different modality, which could be CT, MRI, okay. uh, special uh, special procedures, interventional radiology. So there's different uh, ways you can kind of move up or do multiple, which okay. is pretty cool. So for all those uh, techs who are just getting into the into the game here, hopefully you're taking notes. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I ended up going into CT route, and my the hospital I work at they cross trained me. So I did X ray for about almost five years, I think, and then okay. I cross trained into CT, and now I've been here for the rest of the my tenure there is twelve. I think I think I'm going on six years as a CT tech. Nice like man. Nice yeah. man. I mean, so uh, so. Was that going on while you were like doing the whole band stuff? Like, were you going to school? Yeah, that, uh, that's what I meant. Like the first four years that I was in radiology, X-ray, I was touring. So I was Shit. I was PRN. I was PRN at the hospital. Okay, okay. Which is as needed, so I could pick up shifts at my leisure, however I wanted. Okay. So yeah. that's what I would do. I'd go leave on the road for two weeks, and I okay. come back and I'm like, who who needs time off? You know, what days are open, and I'll pick up all of them. Like all right, night cool. shifts, weekends, like everything. And that's what I was trying to do. I was trying to connect the whole thing when you were saying yeah. that you were living with your brother and how you're um, having to pick up shifts and yeah. stuff. So that's what you were doing. Okay, yeah, see, I so made it work. Hey, man, you got to do what you got to do. I mean, and and it's cool because I I think uh, for you, you get to experience the whole thing of, um, you know, doing what you what you love and drumming, and then also being able to do something that you also admire as well and making shit work. Because a lot of times, that's one of the biggest stories that probably everyone shares is they had to do some crazy shit to 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 make sure that they stay afloat to can keep on doing what they felt passionate about. Right. You know. Yeah. So I mean, just to let you know, guys, right there, that's a prime example. It's very possible. Whoever listens to this, if if it's something that you're you're just getting into that whole game. Don't give up. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Keep on doing it. It'll happen. But I mean, I think for, for what you, you've done career-wise, man, it's really, you know, kind of probably made you grow up too. <laughs> definitely, <laughs> you <know>? definitely. <laughs> because I mean, I, I see everything that you've done, man. I mean, for as long as I've known you, um, I remember, you know, the whole process when you were getting the house, you had questions and stuff like that. And yeah. I was all like... Yeah, man, I'm all like, just just ask those questions. And I think that's important with with people, uh, younger folks, you know, getting into that. When when they have those type of questions, guys, and this is just me kind of going off a little bit, help out. Answer those questions. Uh, it's small stuff, but it, it helps out a long way. And uh, why not? You know what I'm saying? If you already experienced it, you know, give as much as you can. Because I know when, when I was talking, I was like, I gave you a little bit and then I started going more and more. And it's just because, bro, anybody listening, if you're getting into, into your, a big situation, it's your first time, ask questions. Oh, yeah. I just wanted to say that shit real oh, quick. Definitely. I mean, just because I'm, I'm, I'm mad, uh, you know, kind of uh, passionate about just trying to help people, just trying to get better off in life because that's where I'm at in my life right now. You know what I'm saying? Just kind of like. That's good, man. Let, yeah. let's, help other, let's help each other out. Uh, what, what do you need? How do we do it? Um, but I can tell you that throughout this whole, you know, as long as the series goes, you're going to find out little bits, of, tidbits about me, and it's and it and it's something where I'm using my plat this platform as a way to express myself, uh, let people know who I am, and then also let individuals like you yourself, man, know how you you stand out. Everybody stands out. And I mean, for for you, like I said in the beginning, you're one of those individuals that 
who kind of I look at and I don't give up on the things that I do artistically because I'm all like, shit, I'm OJ still doing it. I mean, why, why can't anybody else do it? Yes. So, I mean, just to kind of sum it all up, guys, what I'm trying to say is don't give up. Yeah. If you have people who you see that it's capable to do, then they're doing something. You can do it yourself. So, I mean, with that, man, I just want to let you know that's one of the biggest things where I'm all like, I always see I'm like, shit. Jay's going to probably be fucking drumming until fucking he can't fucking move his arms anymore, man. Yeah, dude. For real. <laughs> until I have arthritis or something. Right? I can't do it. So, uh, talking about still drumming and stuff. Okay. What is the name of your current band right now? Uh, Milestone. Milestone. How is it spelled? Because I know... Yeah, it's spelled without the O. So it's Oh, a, it is? Yeah. Damn it. For some reason, I thought it was spelled without the I. No. Damn it. Okay. It's Mile, M-I-L-E, Stone, <laughs> S-T-N-E. Okay. I was fucking up on that because I was like trying to find the band. I was yeah. all like, I can't find it. I know. We had to do that because Milestone was already taken, like uh, the regular spelling. Okay. I figured. Okay. And what's funny is like a super R&B group. Of, really? Yes. I'm yeah. going to go check them out. Yeah, Actually, dude. <laughs> you you might like it. I don't know. Actually, like, it did pull up Milestone, a different band, and I was like, no. Yeah, it has like, like the Boys and Men guys or whoever. Like, really? it, like they're famous people. Like, oh, and wow. It's like a super group. Oh, I didn't know. I, I know. know I didn't know that either. I was like, what the heck? But, you know. <laughs> but I mean, what are the odds of you not choosing any type of name, you know, and then not being They're already all right? taken. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, with the whole thing with Drummy Man, you're still doing it. I'm uh, not trying to call out, you know, age, ages, but, you know, we're in the 40s area. We'll mm-hmm. just say that. Where do you see yourself in Drumming Man in the future? Well. In the path that you're going now. Because we obviously, we obviously, we established that you're going to keep on drumming until you can't fucking drum no more. Right. But, I mean, where do you want to go with it? Where do you see yourself, if you could imagine? Um, honestly, the only thing I really want out of it right now in this moment is I just want to play fun shows. Okay. Like shows where people actually like it and they're there to have fun. Okay. That's what I really want. I just want to be able to play a venue, you know, and obviously you want people there, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. You yeah. know, I just want to play fun shows. Um, I wouldn't mind going on like some small tours, you know, just to get out of town because out of town <laughs> shows are fun. Yeah. yeah you yeah. know, um, that's just kind of like short term goes, right? I mean, that's okay. just you know, yeah, yeah, if, if yeah, we can yeah. do that, I'll be happy. Yeah, that's you know that's what I mean? joint. Yeah, yeah. Um, as far as my band goes, okay. uh, as far as me personally, I just want to get better at, at my craft. You know, okay. there's always uh, room to learn, and I just want to keep going. Would you uh, ever teach? You know, I thought about that. Did you? Yeah, I don't think I would. <laughs> okay. Uh, unless, I, unless, like, I was like th- needing a side hustle or something. Okay. I would okay. maybe consider it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at this moment, probably not. As okay. A time, a time. You know, I'm a busy guy between work and my band, um, and you know, family and stuff. So just, I don't see that in my cards, really. Okay, man. Um, let's change up gears one more time here. So, I mean, everything that you've experienced in your life, where you come from, uh, the things that you've had and opportunity-wise for music, uh, and then with career, what kind of philosophy do you live by? What kind of rules that you have, man, that you say that have uh, been vital in your journey? Like, what are the things that you live by that you say that these are the things that are going to get me to where I need to go or where I need to be. Um, if anything, I usually ask th- people for three things. If you have like three, okay. it doesn't have to be three. It can be one. 
Okay. I mean, but let's keep it a minimal because I'm in. <laughs> sure, sure. So when I was in x-ray school, I at one point halfway through was feeling um, a little discouraged. I felt like I was behind some of my classmates. Okay. Um, I didn't think I was learning as much as, as, as the other ones were, you know? Uh-huh. And I almost was getting in that feeling like, should I quit? Is this for me? Okay. I don't know. It's weird. But uh, I, I was, uh, I was at, a, at a clinical at uh, BAMSI, the Book okay. Army Medical Center. Uh-huh. And over there, they're all x-ray techs. Uh, there's x-ray techs that are uh, Army students, and okay. then they have civilian students, right, mm-hmm. which I was. And, and right away, I felt, I felt um, like, what do you call it, alienated. Like I, I, didn't, I felt like I was a part of them because okay. I was in the military. And some of them uh, were already uh, there, okay. and they're all knowing the lingo, like and they're all in their own fatigues and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was different. Well, throughout the semester, like uh, I was kind of standoffish, mm-hmm, and, and mm-hmm. you know, just because I, I just felt out of place. I guess. Is yeah, what yeah, I'm saying. yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, one day, uh, one of the students there, he kind of sees me there because there's like more than one student to a tech. So there's like four of us, like vultures trying to let me do this patient. No, let me do this patient. Whatever. And I would usually just kind of stand back. Yeah. Well, one one of the, one day, one of these uh, fellow students was like, he just told me he's like, hey man. Closed mouths don't get fed, uh. and I mean, and that's I'm pretty sure people have heard that saying before. Yeah. But but man, that just kind of like you know, it it, it a light bulb kind of went on or something, and I was like, ah, oh, dude, this guy's right. Like, I need to, you know, I already feel behind. I need to step it up. Yeah. And ever since that, then like when you told me that, like I, I kind of have that. It, it it did kind of. I mean, I was already kind of motivated. Obviously, I went to school, but yeah, that yeah, just yeah. kind of like it, it turned it up a notch. Okay. And and then it made me think about other things, like you know, yeah, man, if you don't speak up, if you don't ask questions, like yeah. you know how you're just mentioning, like you know, if you're going through something new, ask questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that simple thing of just you know, you ain't gonna, you know, you won't learn unless you 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 ask or if you don't try, yeah. you know. So it just kind of pushed me a little more. Nice, man. You know, and that always it stuck with me forever. Cl- closed mouths never get fed. Closed mouths don't get fed. Closed mouths don't get fed. I mean, yeah. I, I don't think we need to explain that. Right. But if you need an explanation, just hit me up. But anyways. <laughs> but I mean, it makes sense. I mean, you can put it in a lot of situations. Yes. You know what I mean? Definitely. So that stuck with me. Um, another thing that's probably kind of corny, kind of cheesy, but I was... Uh... Nothing's cheesy, man, or <laughs> corny. No, really, bro. That's one thing that I've... I've come to learn that it doesn't matter how quirky, how weird, how how stupid it may sound. If it if it's something that proves a point, then it's very important. If it's not to you, it's important to somebody else. Yeah. Well, I was randomly scrolling on Instagram one day, and I came across like a random um, like a T-shirt company or okay. whatever, uh-huh. and it had a T-shirt that said. Uh, work hard, stay humble. You have it in your kitchen. As basic as that. Yeah. How, how crazy that is, right? So, I mean, it's simple, right? Uh-huh. And I'm like, okay, that's actually, I don't know. I, I liked it. I, I felt like that's, it made sense to me. You okay. know what I mean? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Work hard, stay humble. Stay humble. And um, I actually would put that in my uh, bio, like on my social medias. Oh, yeah, I yeah, had yeah. that on there for the longest time. For uh-huh. a couple of years, I had that work hard, stay humble in there. Like, it just became a part of me. And, and it, that was something too that, I don't know, you know, like you said, with everything that I've been through and then like going through it and then not being in it anymore, uh-huh. it, it just kind of, it makes you think like, I mean, hey dude, 
you weren't that special, you know? But okay, yeah, but okay, I know what you mean. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, but you know, I mean, not to say that I didn't do some, you know, some know, great shit. Yeah. But, you know, it just made me think a lot, like, sort of like, you know, just keep keep going, keep keep striving to, to you know, maybe newer experiences or um, just moving forward. Yeah, man. But because also, you know, it's because staying grounded and not letting, don't get, you know. Don't don't let the don't let a, a big head be the obstacle, because I mean sometimes you can't if you can't get over yourself then you're gonna be stuck where you're at. Yeah, and, and you know like so I had that in my bio whatever, and then randomly I'm at the store and I see uh-huh. this sign and it, I'm <laughs> like what like who yeah. made this sign? Yeah, it's yeah, amazing. Yeah. I say that all the time, so uh-huh. I had to buy it. No, it's in my yeah, kitchen. I saw it. I saw it. It's I was like, kitchen, it was actually I saw it right before we started uh, talking, and I was all like, huh. and it's, it. it it really is. It's impactful um, because even for me, when I saw it, I was like, "Yeah, dude, yeah, oh, man, it's good shit." It oh, makes sense, good shit. right? It's so that's why simple, I said, "Simple, but you know." Yeah, and that's why I said, it's a "Good it, way to live." Don't, don't, uh, don't take for granted for what people say. If some things sound quirky or or sound, you know, dumb to you, it's going to mean a lot to somebody else. But I mean, we we, we shouldn't be sitting there and trying to dissect people's you know way of thoughts and and what they believe in everybody should just kind of like take it in learn from it and then you might not have to be able to apply it to your situation but there's probably somebody else that you can probably use it for yeah. so i mean no nah, man that's great i mean you yeah. need shit like that um i find it more and more interesting as i move forward in life in this phase that uh i find small stuff like that and i'm just like that is something, a phrase like that fits in so many different situations. And it's probably the best way to summarize something without getting too complicated. And that's all you need, right? Exactly. So, yeah, man. So, you would say those two yeah. uh, closed mouths don't get fed and work hard, stay humble, right? Yeah. All right, man. Those are good fucking things, dude, really. And they're, they're down to earth. Not normal. They don't even be down to earth. But what I'm trying to mean is plain and simple. Nothing more to think about it. You do those things, you're going to be okay. So, I mean, great, dude. Great, yeah. man. I like that. Kind of, you know, going, staying in this kind of mode, in this in this mood, I mean, besides your philosophies, what do you think is your purpose? My purpose. Wow. Have you ever, do you ever take your time to just stop and think is everything that you're doing, it's for you, but, and, and it, you know, you don't have to get too deep into it, but where do you see, you, you know, your, your role in all of this? I mean, you, you have family, you have music, you have career, but I mean, do, do you ever stop to think about like, you know, what am I, what am I, what do I need to do? Well, sometimes like at work, uh-huh. Like at my job, you okay. know, you know, working in the hospital. Yeah. A lot of sick people. Yes. A lot of people, you know, on the verge of yeah, dying, yeah. dying yeah, on the yeah. verge of dying almost. They need transplants uh, or they're living with cancer, things like that, you know, uh, on a daily. On a daily, I probably get reminded that, you know, I, I honestly feel like that's my calling. Good, man. You know, yeah. like... Although I'm not a doctor, right? I'm not the one actually going that far into it. But yeah. 
I play. I think I play a pretty huge part in the process. You know, the the imaging that we do. Uh, you know, the doctors need it. Like it, it wouldn't be done. It can't be done without it. And the thing is, uh, the patients. More importantly, is I mean, they're the ones like when they tell you, "Thank you" or "I appreciate what you're doing." You know, like yeah. that. Honestly, it means a lot to me. That's a reward, yeah. right? Yeah, dude. It's very rewarding is for it? sure. Yeah. yeah, dude. And it makes me, I mean, yeah, it makes me feel good about myself. But I mean, at the same time, it's just like, I don't know. It's like bigger than me. I don't know. Great, I, man. I mean, it's it's cool. That's great to hear. I mean, yeah. yeah. The, the, the stuff like that, you know, finding out, you know, that from, from you. I mean, I'll, I've never asked you that question. But I mean, yeah. I, I do it, you know, just so you can kind of share. But it, it's also something to to know that. On top of everything that you've done, this is something that, you know, I hope whoever listens to, they kind of take it away and they kind of put it in their own situation, put it in their own experience. And just remember, guys, I mean, if, if you ever think that you're not making a difference, you are. It, yeah. It's pretty simple as that. Everyone plays a part. Definitely. You know, one man. way or another. Yeah, man. Yeah. Shit, man. I, I mean, I think we've had actually a very interesting conversation. I mean, I know we kind of jumped around a little bit, but I, I think for the stuff that I wanted to kind of get out of you, you know, I think we did great on that part. Um, kind of wrapping it up, Milestone is is the band that you're currently with, right? Correct. Yes. Y'all are currently working on some shit. Yes. Yes. I was and, in the studio last week. Yes. Uh-huh. So where can we find your music at? Okay. So... Our music right now, we have two singles, if you will, Icarus and Buried. They're on pretty much all the streaming platforms, of course, Spotify and Apple, the big ones. And how do you spell the band again so people can find it? Uh, M-I-L-E-S-T-N-E. All right, guys. So it's Milestone, all one word without the O. Correct. All right. So uh, I'll post it in the the description for uh, this episode. But uh, other than that, what is your plug for your Instagram? Because I mean. Yes. Yeah, for sure. My personal Instagram is at JJ on drums. Uh, I have a public profile so you can follow me. Um, Also, you could probably see the link to my band on there. It's at Milestone Band. So, you know, uh, give us a follow if you're interested. It's melodic, energetic, a lot of fun. Yes, please check them out, guys. Uh, Great stuff coming out. And in the future, what are we kind of planning for? Do you have any kind of update on like maybe when an album should be dropping? Do you have any information on that? Uh, No album, but we are. I was like I said, I was in the studio last weekend. We're going to be dropping two more singles. Okay. And then hopefully play our first show. We haven't even played a show yet. So it's 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 all in the making. It's coming, baby. It is coming, man. (laughs) Good job. So I mean, besides anything else in our conversation, did you have anything else that you would like to say, man? Just to kind of close things out. Anything that you want to let people know? I mean, for for people who probably already know you. They probably know you as a drummer, and they don't know you as, you know, uh, what you do professionally outside of music, you know? Yeah. Not to say that music isn't a profession of yours as well, but, I mean, anything that you want to contribute to this? Um, I mean, you know, nothing other than, like, uh, obviously people don't know me as, like, my CT tech side or whatnot. <laughs> and most people, when they look at me, you know, I have... You know, sleeve tattoos. I don't look like your average medical personnel person. I would say, well, maybe nowadays it's a little different. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah but yeah. Um, I don't know. I guess uh, try to keep an open mind and uh, 
everybody love each other and let's all coexist in right. our differences. Great, man. Beautiful, beautiful. Well, man, I think we are going to be wrapping this session up. Uh, if you need to look up the show or even look at previous episodes, you can find the uh, podcast running on Apple Podcasts along with uh, Spotify as well as some other ones there. I can't remember the names, and I'm sorry. I kind of stick to the bigger ones. But not to say that the other podcasting streaming pl- uh, platforms aren't important. They very much are, and I appreciate y'all. Uh, but and I am your host is the name of the podcast. I am the Jim Agrag. You can find me on Instagram at the Jim Agrag. Uh, T H E J I M A I C R A G. Uh, if you can figure that out, then you'll probably find out more about me. But please go follow, listen. Uh, if you have any questions, you can hit me up on. Uh, Instagram. If you have any questions for uh, Mr. JJ here, it's um, what was it again? One more time. At JJ on drums. At JJ on drums, guys. You got that. So uh, until then, I want to thank you for listening. Uh, We're going to have some more episodes coming up. I'm trying to get a good steady uh, habit of having a show in the beginning and the end of the month. Uh, I'm sorry. Yes beginning and end of the month. Uh, If anything has changed, I'll kind of let y'all know. But other than that, I want to thank y'all for tuning in. Uh, And if you want to get a hold of me, you know what to do. All right. So thank you for showing up. I am the Jim Akrag and good night.